All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I started uh, here at WCCO Radio when I was 20. Six, and that was 2001. And I think about the life I've lived since I started here at the age of 26. I bring that up because these two Burnsville police officers who were shot and killed yesterday were 27 years old. And I think about the life that they were robbed um, awful, devastating. Uh, a moment in time that will is now seared into our memory, and I think it's a morning where we can just reflect on that. And I'd welcome any kind of calls and comments as to how you process this news. Six five one four six one nine two two six. I remember. Um, in St. Paul, when uh, Ron Ryan Jr. and Tim Jones were shot and killed and the manhunt that ensued. The, the, that's a story that is seared in my memory. And yesterday was that kind of day where you're going to remember that day for a long time, even if you're just um, someone like me who lives in a community where I think I'm safe on a day-to-day basis and I don't really give a lot of thought to Burnsville or Burnsville Police or the Burnsville Fire Department. But, boy, when a story like that happens, it just kind of hit, it, it, it just hits home. And I think it does for this reason because our police officers and our firefighters are put on a pedestal, and rightly so, because of days like yesterday. And when the worst that can happen, happens. And we think about that thin line between right and wrong, between good and evil, and between a civilized society of rules and law and order and one where that doesn't matter, in those moments where it just doesn't matter and no no amount of preparation can stop something from happening. And we hope, and we'll look into it, and we will investigate, and we will determine what went wrong here, how uh, this individual uh, was able to do what he did. But today is is a day to remember the sacrifices of those three individuals. Paul Elmstrand, Matthew Ruge, both 27 years old, Burnsville police officers, and Adam Finseth, 40-year-old firefighter paramedic. And we should not forget about Police Sergeant Adam Medlicott, who was also shot yesterday, hospitalized, expected to survive, thank God. And we also shouldn't forget about those seven kids who were in that house and what they saw and what they experienced and the terror and what 
they're going to have to live with for the rest of their lives, including a child as young as two. Just an awful, awful day. Um, so what do you think? 651-461-9226. Dwayne is called in from St. Louis Park. Dwayne, thanks for the call. Um, good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning. Uh, I got, I've got some personal information or personal ideas about, uh, uh, police work. I have a son who was a police officer mm-hmm. was with him for 10 years. Uh, he recently, well, about a year ago, he resigned after he had his 10 years in. Oh, Dwayne, do we lose you? Dwayne, I think we lost you. If you can, uh, hear this guy, give a call back. And he made 10 years and resigned. You know, that's, I don't know what the average uh, length of tenure of a police officer is now, and it varies, I know, from city to city. And I, It can't be that long because it's such a strenuous, hard job, right? And I know we've already gotten texts. Uh, I, I, so we got a text in to the text line earlier. Is Dwayne back? Sorry. Okay, Dwayne, sorry about that. Go ahead. Your phone had cut out. Yep. I don't know what happened. Anyway, uh, he finished his 10 years and just decided that he couldn't put up with the internal politics that are happening in police departments now, as well as the external forces of the politics in our country right now. Yep. And that keeps police officers from doing their job. It really does. Uh, he was afraid to go to work. The whole year that he was there, the last year he was there, he was a good police officer. I was out with him for probably 40 times in his tenure. And uh, it's amazing what goes on at 2 o'clock in the morning that people have no clue about. Yep. But anyway, uh, he was involved in two issues where police officers were killed uh, on a peripheral basis. Uh, he went to help another department where one of their officers was killed one night. He was called in to go help them. And uh, another one... Uh, in, in his department that he wasn't directly involved with, but one of his partners was. And it got to the point where people are, they're hiring lots of people to replace people that have retired and that kind of thing. And Yeah, I think we lost you again, Dwayne. Sorry, your phone line was just cutting out. I, I, I get your point, though, in that there are external circumstances towards being a police officer uh, have cops been vilified over the last four years since 2020 i think but i think the answer to that question is yes that doesn't excuse uh cops who made bad uh in some case criminal decisions that does not excuse their actions but there it was a general outcry against policing in this country that did not just manifest out of nowhere. And to just say that police were vilified and that it was all anti-cop is does a disservice to people who had true issues and continue to have real issues with how they are policed in this country and changes needed to happen and still need to happen. And it doesn't excuse the actions of bad cops. And again, there are some bad cops out there, just like there's bad 
talk show hosts and there's bad bus drivers and there's bad doctors. It does not excuse their actions. But boy, you reminded again yesterday that, I mean, 27 years old, think about that. Two cops, 27 years old, doing their job, and the unthinkable happens. Of course, I just said unthinkable. Dave, we talked about this in pre-show. It's not unthinkable anymore. It isn't unthinkable. These are the, these police officers now are the eighth over the last year and change that have died, that have been shot and killed on the line of duty, just in Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and North Dakota. So it happens way too often. And there's a number of factors that play into that. And we say... I said it yet last week after the shooting in the Super Bowl parade. Unthinkable, unimaginable. We've got to get rid of those words because these, these cases are entirely imaginable and thinkable now, and they happen way too often. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and I, um, so yesterday morning I was I was doing other things I was up and off to the races and then I received a few texts including one from you and it just became clear that there was some large local news event involving police officers and I had to go back and sit down later and read up on it yep. but yes yeah, surprising's not right. the term it was um oh there's there's another incident that I, I didn't know which category it was I didn't know exactly what happened or um who was shot or who was doing the shooting, but, you know, okay, there's there's another story that's yeah. involving police officers right. and someone has unfortunately lost their life. And yeah. that that is not the details of this one, sure, are a little right. surprising. We might get into that in the coming days yeah. once we get some more information. But the fact that um, gun violence has taken some more lives, yeah. even locally here. Right. That's part it, of the just, story, It's not a surprise. The, guns are a part of the story, too. And I've said it. And I own guns, and I'm going to continue to use guns to hunt. But we allow members of the public now to out-arm police. That's also a factor in why maybe cops don't want to be cops anymore or don't want to sign up to be a police officer. If they know that any given house they go to, there might be an individual who's outgunned them, whether legally or illegally. That's also a factor in this and will not be ignored. 651-461-9226 as you digest the news of yesterday and think about it more today. What's your reaction? 651-461-9226. Your calls and texts next on WCCO. Less than a year. Eight police officers in the upper Midwest shot and killed. April 8th last year. 32-year-old Shitek Police Officer Emily Breedenbach, 23-year-old Cameron, Wisconsin, Police Officer Hunter Shields shot and killed during a traffic stop in Wisconsin. Uh, this information, by the way, from Morgan Wolf, who's a reporter at CARE 11. April 15th of last year, 44-year-old Pope County Sheriff's Deputy Joshua Owen shot and killed responding to a domestic assault in Minnesota. He died on his birthday. May 6th last year, 29-year-old St. Croix County Sheriff 
Deputy Katie Leasing, shot and killed responding to a call for a DUI suspect in Wisconsin. July 14th last year, 23-year-old Fargo police officer Jake Wallen shot and killed responding to a traffic stop in North Dakota. He'd been on the job for three months. Uh, September 13th of last year, Algona, Iowa officer Kevin Cram shot and killed, attempted to arrest a suspect with an outstanding warrant. And then yesterday, Burnsville police officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruge, both 27, shot and killed, including also a, a fire paramedic shot and killed yesterday. Let's uh, let's go to the uh, phones because it's just kind of a opportunity for people to vent, to give their opinions on what happened uh, and how they're processing this news. Bill is in Maplewood. He's called in on, on the WCCO talk line. Bill, go ahead. Yeah, good morning. So, yeah, I just listening uh, earlier before you went to break, and I get it. We have the police officers. They're usually our front line men and women who mm-hmm. are phenomenal, love every one of them. Um, we also lost a fire medic yesterday yep. that was attempting to save a police officer's right. life who was injured. So I don't want them to be forgotten. I know Amen. they're not. Nope. Amen. It's, it's, uh, I have a lot of brothers and sisters that do that job. And uh, a lot of the times, depending on the call, we're the frontline people yep. that are, we're not going into a high-risk situation. We'll sit back. Usually the police will handle that. But there is also a lot of times we go into calls that, we don't know what we're walking into when the police are tied up. And uh, I, I just want to make sure Absolutely. we don't forget about Bill, our brother that we lost yesterday. So are you a fire paramedic? Yes, sir. Where at, Where in Maplewood? I would. Uh, no, sir. Okay. Just, I'll keep that to All myself. right. No worries. Well, th- um, thank you for your service. I, I, I just, no. Yeah. And thank you, guys. And I, I don't mean to be disrespectful Not at to all. the law enforcement community at all. I just don't want our brother that, that right we lost on. yesterday to be forgotten. That's so right. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. All right. Yeah, because think about that. Firefighters, they don't have guns. Firefighters put out fires. They help people in car crashes. Uh, They shouldn't have to take fire uh, from somebody. Uh, And he will not be forgotten. And we will remember uh, that brother of yours. Mike in South St. Paul. Mike, go ahead. Mike Leach. Go ahead, Mike. Okay, uh, I don't, you know my son has been a police officer in Moundsview for the last 20-some years. And in those 20-some years, you cannot believe that we don't, every day he goes to work that we expect phone call. In those years, he would call us if a police officer got shot in Minnesota. And he said, Dad, it's not me. Mm. And but the parents live right with those kids. Yeah, they do, and their wives and their kids too. Mike, thank you for the call. That's a big part of this story too that we can't forget is that the parents of police officers and the wives of police officers, the husbands of police officers, the children of police officers too, knowing that that is their job. And I don't care if it's in Minneapolis or St. Paul or a rural county uh, anywhere. Uh, it's not like. They're immune from the dangers of society. Mark is in Stillwater. He's called in on the WCCO talk line. Mark, uh, jump into the conversation. Good morning. Um, On the subject of being outgunned, if I can just add a little history perspective. Mm -hmm. Uh, Years ago, there was a bank robbery in Los Angeles. And the 
traders had military military type of rifles and they were wearing bulletproof vests. Yep. And when the police arrived, they were armed with thirty-eight caliber revolvers. Yeah. And they were totally outgunned. That that was before even uh, the standard issue now is uh, like the Glock nine millimeter. But mm-hmm. um, that incident changed how they outfitted uh, the police. Um, where some some uh, officers actually do carry long guns. Um, but I think the tide has turned again. The, the police are outgunned, um, kind of in like in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the call. And that, that, that Mark, thanks for the call. That was my point. Is that you, you can buy body armor now legally, and if that's the society we, we want to accept, we also have to realize that that's a factor in people maybe not want to be police officers if the guy barricaded in a house or a guy in a movie theater or a guy in a church or a guy at a Super Bowl parade or a guy at a uh, grocery store can uh, have more ammunition and be have more firepower than you uh, with your city-issued firearm or whatever you're dealing with. That's part of it, too. Uh, Tony is in a diner. Tony is called in. Tony, go ahead. Yeah, the stigma with the officers has got to stop, and uh, we got to, you know, we're going to go to the Supreme Court. We're going to get Derek Chauvin out on appeal. This is ridiculous what's going on with officers and these four other officers. It's horrible what happened. You talk about the parents of officers, Derek Chauvin's mother, the fall of Minneapolis people. This has got to stop in the metro area what's going on, that the truth is going to come out. I mean, we had... So many wrong things happened. Uh, Tony, i got to push back, though. I, I think Dara Chauvin is a completely different case. And Dar- and we can treat officers who uh, clearly made wrongful, if not criminal, mistakes. We can hold them accountable. Because you know what? Derek Chauvin doesn't give police officers a good name. And I've talked to many police officers in this town who knew Derek Chauvin, by the way, knew he was a bad cop, knew he wasn't fit for the job. Really? Yes. So this really this, well, this I argument saw a cop that doing his job. I saw a cop doing his job that day, and the four others, and that yeah. poor woman in Brooklyn Park. What a shame! What happened to her? She should be exonerated. We need get, we need to vote Ellison out of office. People of Minnesota, get rid of Ellison. He's bad for law enforcement. He's bad for the people of Minnesota. Uh, uh, Derek Chauvin will be exonerated. There were no bruises, right. bumps, or scars okay, on Tony. this man. He, he resisted arrest for an hour. You're a, you're a scumbag, Mr. Announcer. You're a scumbag. Okay, thank you, Tony. Have a great day. You did just a great job uh, memorializing the two officers and the uh, paramedic who was shot and killed yesterday, too. Bravo to you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 